Hey, hey, and welcome back to Transforming Empowered Mindset. So today, guys, I'm going to be sharing with you five steps to transitioning from corporate mom to being a stay-at-home mom. So if you are sitting there like, I am so over being at this job, I really know that I need to be home with my family for a season. My household needs it. My kids need it. My spouse needs it. One of us need to take a step back and get our house in order, be there full time. Then this episode is just for you. There is never the right time to step away from corporate world to save your family, to not save, <laughs> not save, but to serve your family. There is never the perfect time. So if that is something that has been on your heart and you know you are making plans, you really want to do it, you know you need to do it because I know that I needed to do it. Then today's episode is just for you. I just want to share these five steps that will just get you on the right track to moving in that direction. Then grab a notebook and pen and join me. Let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. All right, so before I jump into it, I want to share with you guys about our free Facebook community that is just for us stay-at-home moms in this season of life who are trying to raise Christ followers, trying to keep our mental health in track, trying to get some self-care, all while staying on routine, then this group is just for you. I want you guys to just share any questions that you may have, any challenges that you may face, and we can all just be of encouragement to each other and share any tips or advice that we have during this season of life. So if that is something that you desire, then click on the link in the show notes that says Transform Empowered Moms. And I would love to see you in the group because we truly all desire to transform, meaning to be totally, completely unrecognizable in motherhood. Like we're winning in this role so much to the point where we're like, who is that woman? She is kicking it. So I would love to hang out with you in the group. If you would like to join, just click the link in the show notes. Secondly, I have launched the beginning of the year free mentor sessions. That is for the mom who is facing challenges in this season of life. And you really want to experience change. You're like, something's got to change. I know it can be better than this. I want it to be improved. Let's sit down. Let's create some habits so that you can implement them and see the growth that you desire to see in your life, click the link in the show notes that says free mentor sessions, and I would love to chat with you then. All right, let's jump to it. So transitioning from corporate mom to being a stay-at-home mom. I have to tell you guys, I remember seeing myself sitting in my SUV in the parking garage at the hospital. My baby was about, I think, three months when I returned back to work. She's about three months and I had just left her with my husband, gotten dressed, drove to work, parked in the garage. And it was my first night back because I was working the night shift because I wanted to be there during the day, sleep a little bit and go back to work. 
I was sitting in the parking garage and I was like, man, gosh, I wish I could just be home with my baby. I hate it to leave her like so much mom guilt. And I know that you have to work in order to pay pill to pay bills. And we have to do that sometimes two incomes is, is absolutely needed. There's no way. And that is what I was sitting there thinking. Like, I really wish I could be with my daughter, but there's no way. Like we both need to work because of all the bills that we have and everything that we have going on. So I grabbed my bag, sucked it up, went inside, went to the labor and delivery floor where I was working and was like, hey, here I am. And I was there working and we're doing a case in the operating room. I was setting up to do a C-section and I grabbed my phone. I pulled it out. I saw my husband on there because I had a camera where I could see them. He was rocking our baby and she was still crying at the top of her lungs. And I'm just like, what is wrong with her? Why is she so, why is she still screaming? He was doing his absolute best, but it was about one, almost two o'clock in the morning. So he was getting very tired. He was rocking her and I thought he was falling asleep. So I screamed, Hey, wake up. Don't drop the baby. And he like jumped and was like, I'm good. And after seeing them night after night, I just couldn't take it anymore because sometimes your baby screams nonstop and you are so tired. You have to put them down before you fall and drop them. So you put them down. And I remember he put her down. He had to walk away to go and just rest his arms. And she was still just screaming, screaming, screaming. And I said, there has to be another way. This does not have to be my choice to, to my only decision is to leave her. And I remember coming home that morning and I almost got into a head on collision with a truck. And that is when, because I was falling asleep, uh, from coming home, pumping, and then I would sit down or lay down and go to sleep for a couple hours and get back up, get the baby and be with her. So I was coming home one morning and I fell asleep and I almost ran into a truck. And that is when I said, God, there has to be another way. And at the rate that we're going, I don't want to lose my life and not be here for my children. So I will take the risk of going through whatever financial struggles that we might encounter, whatever things we have to cut or do, whatever it takes for me to be home with my kids while they're little, I will do. And I came home and and told my husband, you know, what happened. And he was already feeling that way. He had already told me like, hey, I'll work two, three jobs. Like if you could just be here in this season during this time while we were having children and be with them, you know, I'll make it happen. And so, but I was stubborn and didn't want to listen until that morning. And that is when everything changed for me. And we started our journey towards being on one income. Was it pretty? Absolutely not. And in another episode, I will share all the ups and downs of that and how we um, was able to totally pay off most of our debt and how we are now functioning just fine on one income and everything is much better. But I just had to go through this traumatic experience in order for me to say yes to taking this risk. And I don't know 
what it will take for some of you who really want to, you really know you should, but you feel like due to finances or could be something else that there is no way possible. Well, I'm here to tell you there is always hope. There's always possibility when we trust and believe and have faith. When things seem impossible for us, that's when we have to kick into faith because faith is confidence in something that we are hoping for and the assurance of the outcome that we currently do not see, but that we know is possible. And that is what faith is. And sometimes you have to step out on faith for the impossible to become possible in your life. And so I just want to share with you guys two things. There will never be a perfect time, but life never stops. So if you're like, man, I really want to do this, but I'm just going to wait until there's never going to be a perfect time because life does not stop. And secondly, you will have to change your lifestyle. Like that's a given. Unless you married a rich man, then girl, what are you waiting for? But if not, your lifestyle will change slightly. But this way is more beautiful and interesting, if you ask me. Stewarding your home and sacrificing and serving your family is way more beautiful and interesting than your nine to five each and every day and your life being absolutely so predictable. And so I want to share with you guys the five steps to transitioning from corporate mom to being a stay-at-home mom. So the first step, if you are taking notes that I would write down, is to write out all your pros and your cons. So you're going to sit down and write out what are the pros of you being a working parent and what are the cons of you being a working parent. And you can also, well, you probably wouldn't know the pros and cons of being a stay-at-home mom if you're not one yet. So I would start with what are the pros and cons of being a working parent. Write that down first. Secondly, talk with your partner about it. So if you're married, talk with your husband and you guys get to a happy agreement. If you're not, talk to your partner about how you feel, what you want to do, their opinion as well, and you guys come to some sort of agreement on the situation. Thirdly, pray about it until you have a peace in your mind. You know, for me, I had already been feeling that way inside. I had already been kind of praying about it, trying to figure out how mentally is it possible, but it definitely was something that we had to step out on faith and do because in my humanness, in my mind, it was not possible. I was like, we got this, that, this going on, that, like, I don't see how it's possible, but I really would like to, but I don't know how to. And so it's not something I've, I've wanted to ever do, but I know there was a need in my household to be there. And so it took something kind of traumatic. But however, I did receive peace that this risk was worth it. And so a tip that I want to share with you guys is to don't judge based off of your circumstances because your circumstances can and will change. So don't judge what you can do based off of where you guys currently are right now. You can always make improvements to your life. And if you were forced to, you would have to figure it out. So in my opinion, it'd be best to do it when you're not forced to. And when I say, when I mean do it, I mean transition to being 
home with your family and serving your family for a period of time if that's your heart's desire. Because I know a lot of families probably had to do it the onset of COVID and I don't know if people still are doing it, but anything can happen when where this this decision would have to be made. So it's on your heart, take a leap of faith and do it. Number four is do a one income budget. So it may look super ugly and be at a major deficiency at first, but sit down and do a budget off of your essential needs and see if one income can meet those needs. But do your budgets off of one income period and just see what would you have to be and live without. That is fun. Well, to me it was. So it was a challenge, but it was still exciting. It's like, okay, what can we truly do without for a couple years? And then make your plans to start chopping those things off. Number five is to start eliminating anything in your life that is not essential. And a lot of times it's subscriptions that we have um, started and we may not even be aware of that we have ongoing on our credit cards. I know I had a couple that I was like, why do I even still have this? And so just go through, do a deep dive into your budgeting, into your spending, and you have to really get tight with knowing everything that is coming out of your account. Will you have to stay that way the whole time through, the whole time you're home? Maybe, but hopefully not because it will become the norm. So you'll know how much you could just extra spend outside of the essentials and how much you need to leave in the bank account for your bills and such and so forth. So those are the first five things that I would say to do. I will share them real quickly again. Write out your pros and cons. Number two, talk with your partner about it. Number three, pray about it until you have a peace in your mind. Number four, do a one income budget. And number five, start eliminating anything that's not an essential item in your life or a bill in your life. All right, and bonus, save when you can, save, save. So if you are still currently working right now, then just start saving. Start saving up for this transition. Start saving up for this change that you want to see and have in your life. And when that time comes, you'll have a little cushion to be able to take care of some things, finish some things out before you eliminate them. So I hope that that was helpful today and that it just sheds a light on this process and how it can happen for you as well. So lastly, I would say wait at least a year before you start anything new. So when you transition to being uh, home with your family, I know that we're all very ambitious. You guys are ambitious. You have so many hopes and dreams and desires. And trust me, it is coming. They will not be small forever. You will not have to just serve them forever. Your due time, that due time is coming. You will have the time to start the podcast, write the book, start the business, do the new career that you want to do, whatever it is that you have on your heart. That time is coming, but you really have to be all in. I would say, honestly, for the first year, because you have a lot that you have to get used to as well. It is just like starting a new job. You have a lot to transition to, to doing that you didn't ordinarily or you weren't doing before, you know, so you want to get a good grasp on this 
this new role that you're taking before you add and start anything new personally in your life. And you want to be to have time to go through some personal development in some areas where you may say, I need to grow here, you know, and implement some personal growth strategies there. So definitely wait at least a year before you implement any desires, personal desires in your heart that you want to do outside of serving your family. So take this time to grow personally in your mindset as a mom. So I hope today's episode has really blessed you guys and encouraged you. And I would love to hear about your journey. I'm so here for it. And if you guys are in need of a free mentor session along this journey, then do not hesitate to click on the link uh, for a free 40-minute mentor session. And um, I would love to hang out with you then. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, if you have not signed up to become an insider of the show, which means knowing when I have free gifts and new episodes, then click on the link that says count me in and I would love to add you to the list. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you back real soon. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please